Hey, hi, what's up? And hello, I say welcome to the WHLC show. You're welcome for that again. I still don't have a microphone, so there's that. But, um, you know, we do what we can. Nobody's perfect. So I just ask that you uh, try not to judge me, and uh, I'll try not to judge you. And here we go. We'll do this podcast together. So... I have some news that is pretty exciting. I'm going to start a podcast with my husband, which I'm super pumped about because like I'd mentioned on some few podcasts, a few podcasts before this one, I'm getting a little bit tired of talking to myself in the car. Um, (laughs) And so it'll be nice to have a buddy on my podcast with me and not only just some random, any type of buddy, but my buddy, my number one ride or die buddy my hubby. It's going to be awesome. And he is so smart. Like, God, he's so much smarter than I am. And so, and I'm way cooler with him next to me. So it'll just be like way better than this podcast. So if you are one of my listeners on this podcast, feel free, please go follow us on our podcast together. Cause it'll be way more entertaining, similar topics. Um, not so much marketed directly towards just women anymore either because clearly he's a man um so you know it'll be a little bit more broad in that sense but we're still talking about fitness healthy lifestyle um you know the way that we try to train ourselves mentally um our own struggles and things that we've overcome relationship stuff like it's going to be pretty pretty thick with information so i encourage you to go and listen to it whenever it comes out and i will keep you posted on when that is right now we're still in just like the development phases um getting an outline and stuff together so yeah get excited for it it's gonna be a good time and like i said i'm just really excited to have a friend (laughs) on my podcast instead of me by myself just gibbering in my car like someone who might have some loony issues anywho um so in other updates i went i had the privilege of going to a women's jiu-jitsu retreat this past weekend and it was fucking amazing like i don't even i am still trying to figure out like what even happened and how i got so lucky to do what i got to do (laughs) because i just like i've mentioned here on this podcast before about my own sense of like femininity and my own experiences in groups of women and how they weren't always the best. They weren't bad, but I never really just felt myself in a whole group of like a big group of women. I've always kind of felt like a strange tomboy type that doesn't never really like connected with the other stuff of girliness, you know, like, oh my God, hair and makeup. Like I've never just been one of those people that's, that's like that. Um, and I always made, I used to think that meant something was wrong with me. Like, oh, I must not be woman enough or feminine enough or whatever. And maybe like I have some problems because of that, but I don't, (laughs) I'm just as feminine as everybody else, which was great. And going to this retreat, I was surrounded by women who are in the same boat. Like they are kind of tomboyish. They're not like entirely concerned with how they look all the time. And, you know, fashion is kind of second on second like they don't really sound on a pedestal like most women put it on like oh my god I have to have the best fucking jeans or whatever like they don't care and it was so refreshing to be around women like that and 
these aren't just any women. These are women that have <laughs> ovaries enough to jump onto the mats with a bunch of guys and try to fucking wrestle them. Like, those are some tough bitches. Like, they're seriously my bread and butter. And I cannot believe, like, oh, God, I just felt so at home with this group of ladies. There's 30 women. We got to learn from Leanna Dittrich and um, Claudia Duvall, and they're both world champion, world-class, world-level um, competitors and very successful in their endeavors, their black belts. They've been doing jujitsu for 10 plus years each and just like, good God, like how much more could you ask for? Plus, uh, Leanna was a yoga, is an, was, is a yoga instructor. So she guided us through meditation and yoga. And we just, man, like it was everything that I could have asked for (laughs) this retreat. Jujitsu twice a day, which was amazing. Um, all ladies, so you didn't have the fear of like, oh no, I'm going to get crushed by 200 pound white belt guy who, you know, is spazzing out of certain things that he doesn't need to spaz out of. He could just stand up like, you know, none of that. Most of the uh, people that came were pretty experienced. We had a handful of white belts, which is still, still fun um, to help them on their journeys and stuff. And Oh man, it was just so cool. Hot tub time. We went on a gondola ride and up Brecon. It was in Breckenridge, Colorado. So we went up the gondola just to like see the mountains and hang out with each other and do something that was low key because we're all fucking tired and sore from jujitsu. Um, it was just a really good time, and it was also cool because I'm in this yoga teacher training at the same time to have yoga and meditation incorporated because it's something one I have to do for homework and log while I'm during, during this training, um, as my non-contact hours. And then also like how cool to connect in a way that isn't trying to kill each other, just sitting quietly with each other's energies. Um, for, I mean, some of the meditations were half an hour, so it was like some deep shit, man. And it was really fun. And I just got to feel like I got to know a lot of women in the downtime. We had about like four or five hours of downtime in between classes and, and meals and stuff. Um, so that was a great time to just like sit around and ask questions about women's journeys and how they got into jujitsu and how they feel about it and what challenges they come up jujitsu and otherwise, and just like sharing life with some, you know, some real ass ladies for a little while was pretty cool. And I really enjoyed the time. So I'm, I'm like still coming down from this high from being out with those awesome ladies and just not having to work and literally just eat, train, sleep, rest, repeat, hot tub occasionally, maybe a walk or so. so. Um, And some of the women that were there, I actually had already known from training at, maybe I met them at competitions, some of them, some of them I trained with before at Gracie Baja, Um, some of them I'd met at Girls and Geese events. So like I kind of knew or was acquainted with a good chunk of the 30 ladies that were there, but having the time to just sit around and like learn from each other I feel like I just totally developed an entire new family and an entire new team just women um, that train jiu-jitsu so that was really cool for me and like they're all most of them are local I mean a few people came from Wyoming one girl came from LA and it actually snowed so it was a big deal for her she's like oh my god it snowed and then it rained and then now it's sunny and it's like we're having 16 seasons in one day which is Colorado basically um and it was a beautiful drive there and back. So I hope that they do it next year because I will definitely sign up. It was seriously one of the best experiences of my life, um, despite missing my own bed and missing my boo-boo and my cat. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, you're going to miss people and your, your own home when you go out like that. But man, 
was just super fun. So a little update on that. That was my weekend. And then I also had my yoga teacher training weekend. So it was a busy fucking weekend because I missed one day of teacher training to be at this retreat that I had paid for before the teacher training. And then the following, so it was the retreat was from Thursday to Sunday morning. And I ended up just going home after the final training on Saturday um, and driving home at night so that I could sleep in my own bed for one night and then go to teacher training for the nine hours on Sunday. So it was kind of a chaotic weekend as far as traveling and driving and activity, but it ended up being a great weekend. And in yoga teacher training, we went over the second required text book um, called the Ramayana, but it's spelled Ramayana if you are out there in the libraries or whatever looking for it. It doesn't look like Ramayana, it looks like Ramayana. But anyway, this book apparently is like the foundation of Hindu philosophy next to the Bhagavad Gita. And it's, there's a book called the Mala, Mala Bharata or something like that. Oh, I'm probably fucking this up, but it's like the huge epic of all the tales of all the Hindu Indian goddess and gods in like one long gigantic epic and then chunks of the like the Bhagavad Gita the Ramayana those are just chapters and chunks of this gigantic book of tales and mythology and um, the Ramayana was a fun book to read for me it was just kind of like this chaotic crazy story of up and down and we're gods and goddesses and demons and humans and animals and all these different interactions and planes of existence interacting with each other and it's just kind of a crazy book but we spent the afternoon or the morning going over that book and just kind of basically having some philosophy time to just think about life and how this book relates to different parts of being human and um you know different character how different characters portray different traits of human beings and ego and all that crazy stuff so it was kind of a little is well it was instructed by that same lady who has the um, PhD in like, I think it's like inter international religious studies or something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but it's, she's fucking smart as hell and like knows a lot about mythology and religion and stories and how cultures like have formed into cultures <laughs> in the cultures they are today. So she's very knowledgeable, knowledgeable and fun to talk with and bounce ideas off of. And, um, we got into some really interesting topics like social media and how that's even influencing people and how, you know, it's based on this principle of connection, but actually creates more of a sense of being disconnected and just like how it's only showing a certain piece of the pie. And we all think that we should have this piece of the pie, but we don't see what work it took to make that piece of the pie. And like, oh man, it just got real deep. Um, and then the second half of the day for yoga teacher training, we did some, um, meditation and breath work. And we practice a few of our classmates practice guiding pranayama or breath work and meditation and just you know getting their scripts and language down so that it's not so scary when we go to tell someone else how to do it um so that was fun to see see how people felt and like see them kind of trip and um figure out their their own language and way of sharing these practices and then also trying to be a student because like what will happen sometimes, I feel like, for myself in yoga teacher training, especially having done a pretty deep study on my own for the last seven years, is that I, I will do what I think, like, I know we're going to be doing a certain breath practice. Like, for example, we'll say we're doing equal breath, okay? And then, like, 
this classmate of mine is trying to teach it instead of instead of following the words that they're saying because I just because I know we're going to be doing equal breath I just jump right to it I'm just like yeah whatever I know what we're doing we're going to equal breath but I've been working on trying to be a better listener and just like understand in order to give them feedback and it, you can see it most low for well you can see it most in when we go to teach posture practice or asana um because then you know like we all know the sequence and we're all starting to get to know the sequence that we need to memorize and so we all kind of know where we need to be going and instead of listening to what the teacher is telling us and then doing what the teacher is saying in order to give them real-time feedback we're all just kind of flowing like oh yeah they said lift your arm lift your arm up and touch your back leg and it's like they didn't specify which arm or whatever but we all know it's this arm and whatever you know so we're all just like going along with it even though the words aren't actually describing the right movements and so I've been trying to really listen to what the whoever in my class is teaching at the time and then trying to give them real feedback like if you tell me to put my left hand down on the ground I'm gonna actually put my left hand down on the ground even if you meant right and even if I know you meant right and so that they can see like oh shit that was the wrong thing oh shit that was the wrong thing and that's a challenge for me to not just skip over and like go go with my own uh, understanding instead of listening to the whoever's teaching. So even if they're, I mean, there's still teachers that are learning, so it's not going to be a perfect yoga class, and I don't expect it to be. Um, it's just a, a part of the yoga teacher training that I'm, like, this is my challenge for the yoga teacher training. Other people's challenges might be, like, the anatomy of yoga postures. That stuff I've got down. Like, that's not a challenge for me. I've been doing yoga for a long time and studying anatomy for a long time as a therapist. So that's not my area of challenge. My area of challenge is coming up as being a better listener and uh, basically just like allowing space for others to share because I'm always like ready to share stuff and I have a lot of life experience and a lot of uh, applicable stories to the stuff that we're speaking on. But like I mentioned before, like not much of the conceptual stuff or the philosophical stuff is new to me. So it's more interesting for me to just learn how to, to quiet and sit back and let other people explore what, what those concepts, how they play out in their lives and how they can affect their lives and their decisions and all that. So that's where I am with yoga teacher training right now. Um, I was pretty excited. I'm actually kind of nervous to like, I've never been forced, and I'm not saying I'm being forced, because I paid for this, like I chose to have this happen, but um, I've never been requested to learn or memorize a specific sequence, because, like the only one that I memorized was the one, like the primary series of the Ashtanga lineage, because I le had learned that Ashtanga was like one of the most foundational um, practice lineages that basically encompassed all of them for the most part and was one of the first ones one of the original ones um, so I thought like I'll try to just find the most traditional sequence and then memorize that one and that's the one that I memorized instead of um, some other one and these the one that we have to memorize for well there's two I think for uh, Pranava Pranava I might have said that wrong Heather will kill me if she listens to this because we've gone over how to say the fucking studio name like 30 times. Pranava. Um, anyway, there's two sequences we have to remember and they kind of follow along with the traditional sequence for the most part, 
but there are a few like subtle differences and I'm worried about messing those up but yesterday I taught the half sun salutation and sun salutation A without looking at the paper because I've those those are like second nature to me like I could teach sun salutation A with my eyes closed which wouldn't really help because then I wouldn't be able to see my students but um, I've taught that one over and over and over and over and over again to the point where like I know how to teach that one pretty well but what I'm gonna get tripped up on is the different arrangement of the other because we still hit all of the standing postures that are in Ashtanga but they're just they have different transitions to get to each one instead of just like going directly to it there's all this like down dog three leg down dog stuff to switch legs and all that instead of just like pivot your feet do the other side <laughs> so it's a little more complex than um, the basic sequence that I'm used to learning about and teaching but it'll be fun it'll be a good challenge to memorize something else and once I memorize this one I'll have like three good sequences just ready to go all the time but I really personally enjoy creating my own flows and sequences and I actually before signing up for the teacher training a long time ago like I had gotten a little bit I don't know I just kind of got like burned out I guess because I felt like I had to come up with something new every single class and in fact most people want something regular so I was just making that shit up like most people want something that they are that's predictable reasonable gets all the parts of the body makes them feel good when they leave they get their shavasana and they're good so I was making it harder than it needed to be but um, I got this great book because of this frustration so I'm kind of glad called uh, yoga sequencing like the science of yoga sequencing and how to sequence um, different flows and practices for different things and this particular book has an entire chapter on on specific sequencing for to address different chakras um, like a, 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 a I can't remember the name it's like Muladhara or something like that Muladhara anyway different chakras like your root chakra your sacral chakra solar plexus all those and then they they're like 90 minute practices to replenish and um, revive those different neural plexes in our bodies and that's pretty cool that's like some specialized shit right there in the yoga community um, to be you know sequencing classes to specific needs or chakras or whatever so I can't wait to get into that book when I'm done with yoga teacher training because I obviously I don't want to overwhelm my brain with like all this other sequencing when I'm trying to memorize a specific sequence because that would be freaking chaos and then I would mix the two and that would be a bad time but um, every day so every Sunday that we are together we practice teaching each other and I think that's really um, important and fun and you never know like the teach our instructor Heather will just give us something like from the the sequence is all in different chunks and sections. There's like the warm-up part, the open hips, the closed or the square hips, um, the seated part, crow prep inversion stuff, um, and then like the winding down part. And you never know what you're going to get on Sunday. You could be doing the easy half sun salutation teaching, or you could be doing, for me, like squared open hip sequence is kind of hard to teach. So like you could it's kind of a Russian roulette you never know what you're gonna get so you always have to be prepared to just like find language right away for whatever it is you're teaching and I think that's a cool part of this program and how they challenge the students to just right away start learning learning script learning language um, learning different cues and what works for some people and what work doesn't work for some people and being able to cue in multiple ways like one movement um, that stuff is super helpful so 
really enjoying it. What else? What else is on the news? Oh, so other things that are happening. We're going to switch gears here. With this whole yoga teacher training, I've been getting, <laughs> gaining a lot more confidence in uh, just sharing these practices and making, making way for myself in this uh, career path. And one of the ways that I'm doing that is I'll be offering some free stuff online under Teachable. I don't know if you've heard of Teachable or not, but it's a great platform for online learning and making courses and all of that fun stuff. So I'll be, I'm in the process of making a course just free, super basic, very fundamental on healthy lifestyle and just how to, how to approach healthy lifestyle and, and how to think about healthy lifestyle in a way that's sustainable so that you don't end up one, self-sabotaging, or two, you know, doing really, really, really good for like three, two or three weeks and then just like totally fucking jumping off track way into the deep end and having to start all over because um, that happens a lot too. And it's pretty cool because it's tailored towards women, mostly women, because there's a lot of talk about cycles and how our cycles affect us in different ways on our journey towards healthy lifestyle. And you know, different practices we can do based on each phase that can help us stick to the program, basically. Um, there's a lot going on with our hormones as females that we may or may not be aware of, and they directly affect our ability to adhere to exercise, diet programs, and all that stuff. And if they don't, if these exercise and diet programs don't meet us where we are in our cycles and hormonally, we just fucking like, we just drop them because they don't match and it makes sense to drop them. Like, why would you be doing, you know, extreme heavy powerlifting and sprinting and crazy, like heavy power exertion and heavy physical work during your period? Like that's the time your body's like, Hey, yo bitch, slow the fuck down. <laughs> like, you know, so sometimes we are, we are using the wrong tool for the job when it comes to our hormone cycles. And I, I'm, my goal is to train women on one, what the fuck is in your toolbox in the first place? Like, let's make sure that thing is clean and clear and we understand what we have to work with. And then two, how to figure out where you are and then choose the correct tool to help support yourself wherever you are on the map as far as the cycle goes. So it's pretty deep. And we talk about some um, other cycles that are parallel to our menstrual cycle and that cor correlate and connect us to earth and nature and the cycles of life. So it's pretty it's pretty cool y'all I hope that you like it um I'll be sure to announce that when it's when it's done I've got like maybe seven more videos to film to make it all one little nice pretty little package and uh then I'll let you know when it's out and available to sign up for again it is free so that's always fun you can't lose anything really you only have something to gain and this mostly is going to involve some journaling exercises um I'm a big fan of journaling. I've been journaling for probably 10 plus years or since I can remember. I love, I've always loved watching my handwriting hit paper. Like that has just been like a filling thing. I'll be writing about some shit that don't even matter. Like doesn't even make sense. I just like to see my own handwriting. But um, as the years have gone by, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been journaling since like junior high when it was cool to like fucking write poetry and like, oh, I've got feelings, man. I'm in junior high. Shit's crazy. And now <laughs> I'm still journaling, but it's probably not as emo. And um, <laughs> it's really helped me like sort out and 
identify and clear my mental space on a regular basis. Like if I've got something on my heart and I don't know how to put it into words, if I just start journaling, it may be messy. It may not make sense at the time, but it fucking gets out. And then when it gets out and I can reflect on it and read it, I'm like, oh, that's why I was feeling that way. And oh, maybe next time I can do this to support myself a little better during that time. And like, you know, it's a really great um, self analyzing tool and self study tool so that you can make sure you're not deluding yourself in in you know thinking that you're doing something that you're not actually doing or or things like that or just sussing out your shit (laughs) it's great for that so in this particular course we're going to be doing journaling exercises that will help us remap our understanding and approach towards healthy lifestyle because I feel like a lot of a lot of the approach like that's prevalent today is just like super hardcore discipline and extreme like I don't fucking touch sugar like I am lean queen fighting machine okay like there's that type of approach and then there's like the I share a bunch of healthy lifestyle stuff on Instagram but actually spend my time eating a fuck ton of donuts approach I cannot say I have not been there so I ain't judging y'all I have been there for sure and then there's also like this I don't know it just seems like all the approaches I've heard about or been exposed to or listened to from what other people talking about how they try to facilitate healthy lifestyles in their life it's it's like it's all or none it's like so extreme like you have to be perfect or you or you suck and um you know there's a lot of dogma and information and misinformation and trend that speaks to healthy lifestyle in women um that sometimes it's like straight up false, like (laughs) straight up false. So we'll dig into that stuff a little bit too. And this approach is really kind of more like my goal is to put the power in your hands. Like I don't want, I don't want people to be following me forever to listen to health advice. Like if it's good health advice, it should be able to be taken by someone implemented and then they're done. Like and they keep doing that for themselves. It shouldn't be this like, I have to be there and hold your hand the whole time. Otherwise, it's not sustainable. So my goal is to get women independent in their own, in understanding how to listen to their bodies and their own intuition and then move from that instead of reading a specific diet and being like following it strict to the T or like, you know, instead of just gobbling up what some person has to tell them about healthy lifestyle and not asking any questions. Or, or taking time to ask their own body, like, hey, what do you think about the Atkins diet? Is it working for us? I don't know, you know, like, so my goal is to get women trained in how to read and understand their own intuition and their own bodies to then be- better make cho- choices for themselves in each moment that will support them towards healthier lifestyle. And sometimes that choice is the donut. Like, ooh, did I say that? I sure did. Sometimes it's it goes against everything you think. Sometimes the healthiest choice is having a piece of processed food in the moment because you're at your fucking night your grandma's 100th birthday or something like who knows what the situation is but it's not always so black and white as we prefer to make it and to approach it with it's it's kind of gray and it depends but my goal is to give you tools to to navigate that gray space so i hope you're excited about it as as excited as i am i'm very excited about it i like secretly just want to quit my job and just fucking go balls to the wall on this teachable thing but (laughs) mama's got to eat too so I can't be doing that but anyway those are the updates so far um if you are still listening to the podcast I'm so grateful for you like man you don't even know like 
how much I freaking love you. If you want, if you want to know, send me a message or comment or whatnot, and just let me know you're listening. And I would love to share with you and talk with you and um, collaborate on some questions you might have about some of the things I've said on this podcast, which honestly, it's so funny. Podcasting is strange. Like, I don't even remember what the fuck I said, like the first episode. And sometimes I want, I'm thinking like, Oh, I should go back and listen to it. But dude, fuck that. I'm scared. Like, cause I'm very self-critical and I will sit there and listen to it and rip myself apart. So I'm going to go ahead and not do that and just let it be what it is and hope that you are still enjoying it. Until the next podcast, please take very good care of yourself. Again, I will keep you posted on all those announcements and new things happening, including the Healthy Lifestyle course coming out on Teachable, um, the new podcast with my husband coming out sometime on Anchor and other platforms. Um, So get excited because we about to do this shit and it's about to be fun and it's about to be a good time and it's going to help you. So fucking listen and do what I say. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have to do what I say, but at least give it a try, man, before you knock it. Okay. Until the next podcast, please take very good care of yourself. I say good day.